All right, let's talk about the trip. What was your favorite part? The sexy, sexy people in Birmingham. <laughs> My God, that one guy. Jesus, he has a face I'd sit on. <laughs> Oh my god! You did. You just Holy about climbed shit. out of the cab I for that would, dude. I would have jumped out the fucking. She was cab saying something. He was tall, red-haired, fucking sexy. We had had. I mean, a, my god, he was tall. We had had Jesus, an incredibly to, long train ride. Let, let me speak. Thank you very much. I, really, I don't need you to explain this to me. I, really, I don't you need to. No, fuck you very much. You didn't see him. I mean, holy shit! I wanted oh to climb him like a koala bear. <laughs> I oh wanted my God. me to be a koala bear and him to be Australia. Holy shit! Just fucking everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> my God! I'm gonna I use to that play, somewhere. I wanted to play fucking army with him. He can be the enemy, and I'd blow him away. <laughs> Oh my, oh my god. She I had, had a vitamin D deficiency and he was what I needed. Okay. Holy <laughs> fuck. She, I tongue kiss a toaster just to unload his dishwasher. It was a very weird like flip because we had had a very long train ride. I was nauseous. I think Joni was a little bit nauseous. Because Brayville and Birmingham can't fucking drive. No, they cannot. Holy shit. Seriously, and I, honest to God, I think Birmingham still smokes the same amount Tommy Shelby does on the show. So Joni actually turned to me in the cab and was like, why did you want to come here? And then she sees this guy and she went, never mind, I get it. <laughs> Seriously, he's so fucking hot. This random ass stranger in Birmingham was the hottest person alive. I was like, fuck, he could be a serial killer and I still think I'd risk it. Jesus. <laughs> you didn't see his ass. <sighs> I mean, and then the fucking woman, Jesus, she made me very sexually confused. Because the woman at the hotel. Like, oh, the, yeah. No, because she didn't make me think, oh my God, maybe I like women. I'm well aware of that. Thank you very much. Not what I meant. She made me so sexually confused because I'm like, Jesus, I didn't think I liked cougars, but my God, I'd fucking listen to her purr. <laughs> It was fucking funny because we're in the room. I couldn't even fucking speak because I was just like, oh my God, you look and sound like Polly Shelby. And I did <laughs> not know that that was what I was into. Joni, uh, I'm like, I said, do you want to eat here? Because, I mean, it's like a half hour back into the city. And she went, that's fine, but you're going to have to go make a reservation. I said, why? She said, because if I talk to that woman again, I don't think I can keep my pants on. And I, I just had. Okay, and I went and talked to the woman. <laughs> the the woman the following day, like I I get why Killian Murphy says that he watches Peaky Blinders with the subtitles on. Going to check out, I open the door and I and I hold the door for a guy. And he's like, "Thank you very much, my I don't know that where I don't know. He was like singing everything. He's like, "Thank you very much, no, thank you very much," and then. It was a different woman working. I think he was pretending to have the British accent. Because uh, no one fucking talks like that. It was something like, it, it, he sounded like he was Irish doing a British accent and also trying to talk like Dana Carvey's impression of John Lennon. Not an impression of John Lennon, an impression of the impression. He was like, thank you very much for holding the door now. But then I... I I go and it's a different woman working the morning shift and she's like has this incomprehensible accent and Joni went you're gonna have to check out why I don't know what the fuck that bitch is saying <laughs> she I mean she sounded more like fucking like Arthur Shelby it was or, or something it was like what can I do for you I, I can't do the Birmingham accent that was just Scottish that was terrible um but it was it was funny. I liked it. It was hilarious. Okay, so talk about where all we went. No, my tummy hurts. Okay. Um. Y you were there, you know. <laughs> You're an asshole. Well, you know where we went. I'll just keep. I'll just interject when I feel like you're getting it wrong. Okay. Um. Joni's tummy hurts. Okay. I threw up earlier, and I think I might vomit again. We, uh, I was there for longer because Joni had sh other stuff to do. 
working and you blinded my dog. I know. I just didn't want to talk about that. Well, don't say it, make it sound like I had other shit to do. Working, not bro- being broke, earning a house, and blinding my dog. Not in that order. She <laughs> did blind the dog. Yeah, she was there with Betty. Um, While well, you left after you blinded my dog. I was very upset because I have always wanted to get my passport stamped, and I didn't know that they don't really do that in a lot of countries anymore. So eventually I'm going to get a passport stamp tattoo with my date and in the country and everything. But um, I got to kiss. I was there for a little bit, uh, for 10 days longer, and I explored London a little bit. And I went to the Harry Potter store at uh, King's Cross. I went to the oldest bookstore in the UK, Hatchards, which is amazing. It's like four freaking floors. A workman thought I worked there. I don't know why. I wasn't, I, I mean, I was wearing a fishing vest, a sweater, and a kilt. Um, he was like, Do you have a toilet I can use? Uh, I, I don't know. Do you not work here? No. Oh, sorry about that. And I was like, okay. There was a really cute girl that worked there. She was dressed very, like, funky and weird. And she had, like, a bob haircut. She was cute as hell. Um, but it's such a cool story. If you're ever in London, definitely go to Hatchards. It's awesome. And uh, I then I, w- I spent most of the 10 days in Cardiff. I was originally going to go to other places. But then I found out how far... Or how not how far because the distance wasn't what bothered me. I can go like I'll drive 200 miles if I need to or whatever. It was the fact that I couldn't drive there, and like I was originally going to go to Tullamore in Ireland, and but I found out that flights were more expensive than they had been when I originally looked it up, and it would have been like 11 hours of travel just to spend like one night in that town. So I just hung around Cardiff, got lost a lot. I did a walking tour that Joni got. And I saw a Rolex store for the first time. Did you know that Rolex stores have a security guard standing in front of each entrance to make sure that poor people don't come in? That's fair. He's facing outward toward the door. Um, That's fair. I actually saw a lot of watch stores, which is weird because I'd never seen an actual, like, this is an Omega store. If you're poor, then... Um, I got to kiss a Roman wall. Well, I got to see the Roman wall, and then I, I kissed it. You went to fucking Europe, and that is all you kissed. It's not my fault that all the women on Tinder were hookers. You could have tried meeting someone in person. I wanted to go to a bar, and you were like, "Mm, no. And I was like, okay, I wanted to take you to a strip club. And you didn't, you said you wouldn't go with me. Okay. First of all, why did you, you're the one that when I went was like, don't go out at night or you'll get murdered. Yeah, by yourself. But I'm there to protect you. When I was there to protect you, I could have, would have taken you to a strip club. And by the way, it was England. Fucking strip clubs are open at like five o'clock in the afternoon. And secondly, the strip club thing, I can't go to a strip club. I would. I mean, I just. I can't do it. I don't. I, I don't. There is a lot of artistry in the way that. I mean, as the owner of the vagina, how they spin around on the poles and they don't die of like rash, road rash. <laughs> I'm sure that they're great. I'm a big fan of naked ladies. I just personally cannot go and enjoy a naked lady knowing that I paid for her. You should really never read my books because that's just filled with hookers. Well, if that that's fine. If filled like, with hookers. I don't think it's wrong to be a hooker, and I don't think that it's wrong if you want to go get a hooker. I just personally, I I am kind of like I'm with Dario from Game of Thrones. A man cannot make love to property, and if I paid for you for that, however long I paid for, you're basically my property to to fuck, and then you you leave. I, I, you know, I don't want to sit there and be like throwing money at a woman and be like, dance monkey or organ grinder, like a literal, like monkey dancing monkey, not like a racial slur for black people. 
Uh, but it was so cool. I got to see. And then ne- near the Roman wall, uh, they had... I did talk to an Australian girl who once she saw me kiss the Roman wall. I thought she had walked away. And <laughs> then I kissed Roman wall and I saw her see me. And I was like... She kind of had this look like, well, that was fucking weird. So then I immediately got on the tube and left. Um, you could have walked over and been like, hey, I just kissed the wall. You know, you, you want to be next? I could have, but there was no chance that I was had the balls to do that. My God, the worst that they say is no. Do you know how many people I've hit on that I've they have just looked at me and went, hmm, no thanks. Okay, no. The, the worst they say to you is no. The worst they say to me is, officer, this man is harassing me. Bullshit. Um, I got told, I mean, you know how times I've been told, hey, this is a classroom. Please get off my desk. <laughs> I'm open. It's more than it's more. Uh, I don't want to talk times. about Jesus Christ. Three times. Um, three times I've been told that. But near the Roman wall, told to, told to not ask if you can sit on the officer's lap in a police car. Okay, they had a. There's still like the remnants of a. I sat on a stretcher in EMT school when we were doing the ambulance thing. I got on the stretcher. So like anyone want to join me? And I was told to stop asking that. They had, there is still like the remnants of a medieval, I want to say it was from the 1200s or the 12th century, but I don't remember for certain, like the guard gate that used to be on the Roman wall. I also got to see another Roman wall in Cardiff. It was awesome. I spent so long just walking around that castle. I'm just honestly curious. Do you get an erection if you look at the Great Wall of China? Any kind. I'm sorry. Why is the answer not no? I mean, it's fine. It's I don't know why they call it great. You just look at the walls in Ireland that are or in Scotland. You know those little (laughs) stone walls and just like half erect or. I wasn't erect. It was just really cool. What was that yesterday? Oh, thousands of years they've been there. Trap door hole thing yesterday at that house. Jesus, I thought we saw a house yesterday that had any Harry Dresden fans will get this. It had a basement entrance. Okay, we go and we look at one side of the duplex, and it's great. I want to live there. It's fine. And Joni's like, I want this side. And I went, whatever. We go look at the other side. You were a little pissy. You're like, um, a fucking course you do. Oh, we go, we go to the other side, and it's really cool. It's significantly smaller, but it's got like a cool arched way door and everything. And I'm like, all right, I can deal with this. It's not a big deal. And then I walk in and I see this little like latch in the floor and I pull up the basement entrance, like with a wooden staircase that's real rickety, just like to Harry's lab in the books. And I went, I want this one. I was so excited, but then there turned out to be water damage and AIDS mattresses in the basement. No joke, it looked like they had been keeping people down there. The only thing we didn't see was a skeleton, and I'm pretty sure that's just because we didn't kick the mountain of dirty clothes. I fucking said it was a crack then. <laughs> Dad and I are inspecting the house, and like, this is weird. Just, Johnny's at the top of the stairs just going, no thanks. Uh, I went, and the real stairs like, go, go down, you can look, and I went, huh, no. <laughs> no. Um, because it fucking crack. I recently I've been in a lot of crackdowns of red granite, and that I mean, no one paid attention to the fact that there's a reason I wouldn't touch the fucking door. Because one door is nice and the is great. Walked over to the other door and there's a fucking fitted sheet as their curtain. No one looked at that and went, hmm. This no, is that was weird. This is a little suspect. Um. <sighs> I went to Cardiff Castle. I did the walking tour of Cardiff, and it was absolutely amazing. It's a terrific city. Um, I I had never seen an arcade before. I saw the sign because originally my GPS, a GPS on my phone to take me to the hotel. I'm walking with these suitcases and, and my backpack and shit. And it takes me like to the capital of Cardiff and then all the way back through town. And then it's like cut through this shopping mall. And <laughs> so I'm sitting there wheeling a suitcase and shit through a, sop- a shopping mall. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Oh, no, I had a backpack on my back and a big-ass backpack full of books. That's what I had. But 
Uh, I was walk. I decided to go get dinner and explore and stuff one night. And <laughs> some- oh my god, like a real I know. I was a big boy. And immediately upon walking towards one of the arcades, these women were like, can I look up your kilt? Well, sure, why not? And she tried to look down. She, at first, she was, she was like, what have you got on under there? And I said, nothing. She tries to look. And she's like, I can't see nothing. It's dark. So I pulled up my, my sporn and she went, ah, and tried to high five me. And I was just kind of walking away, and she's like, "No, no, I need a proper high five And ends up, I take a picture with both of them, and her mother keeps telling me, "I'm going to tell everyone that I met a true Scotsman, just like my grandfather." And then she's like, "Can I see?" And I went, "Sure." And she lifted up my kilt, and she's like, "I can't see nothing." Her daughter just grabs and goes, "Look." And she's then she lifts it all the way up and her daughter's like jesus mom not that much you can't show the whole street and the mom's like aren't you cold and the daughter goes you can tell he's not fucking cold i'm not gonna lie i smiled about that for that half hour (laughs) but uh then I met Joni at the airport and I was so excited because I kind of got lonely because I couldn't talk. I, well, I could have talked to anybody, but most most people anyone? most people were busy smoking and anyone. walking. Them. You go to a fucking bar. You walk up to them. I don't want... I really didn't want to and I have other reasons for not, but... And also, there were not that many. Everyone was like, oh my god, British people are so sexy. British girls are so handsome. They're really not. They all look related. <laughs> I don't get bars. They all look related. I went to... Seriously, they all have weird block heads. And they all look like their grandparents had the same last name before marriage. For a lot of them, that's probably true. Like, I went... the teeth wasn't even a thing for me. It was just they all... I did go to Wax's little sister and order by dumbwaiter. That guy, the bartender, definitely thought I was a drunk because retarded or and both. Cause, yeah, he thought I was probably a retarded drunk because I uh, couldn't figure it out. I'm reading the directions on the wall that say ring the bell. So I write my order down, put it in the dumbwaiter, and I pull the thing and it shakes a little bit because I thought. That's what you were supposed to do, and like that rung the be- uh, rung the bell, and then he would pull it down. I didn't know that those directions are like seventy five years old. It, nowhere on the wall does it say pull the thing and make the dumbwaiter go down. It just says ring the bell, and so I'm sitting there waiting and waiting, and I look down, and the guy's just looking up at me like, "What the fuck are you doing?" So after he gave me my pint and I paid for it, I sat up there and then I made sure to leave so that he couldn't look at me because I thought. <laughs> Why you didn't try to suck someone in Birmingham? I don't know because that was the, that that was that was. We were a half an hour outside the city. I don't care. I would have walked. I don't know, man. I don't. If he hadn't been getting on a train. I would have fucking walked. I don't go out. That's probably why I'll die. I will die a virgin. I I don't go out. I did go to a few pubs and I paid so much for a pint of Guinness and a couple of times I one time or once or twice I had whiskey the pours were like this big and they charged you know, it's a podcast they can't see your fingers I was talking to you I know but still it's it was 25 podcast. milliliters I can't see your fingers our audience is mostly American if I say 25 milliliters or this big and they can't see my fingers they probably mean the same thing I had to look it up all I know that 25 milliliters is not a lot for how much I fucking paid it was funny at when Johnny and I had dinner at a Weatherspoons one uh, one night. I told the lady I asked her, you know, uh, how much and she's like, this much, and I'm like, for how big a pour? She's like, twenty five milliliters. I said, I'll just have a Guinness, and she kind of looked at me and I said, no, no offense, I know you don't set the prices, but I'm morally opposed to paying that much money for that little whiskey. And the bar the bartender went, no, I get it. And we talked about the fact that this one lady is like, yeah, some places the a single is 50. And I held up like a, what looked to be an ounce out of a glass to me. And I said, I'm from America. A single is about that much. And they were like, You're yeah. yelling. Sorry. They're like, yeah, the American shots are really big. And the lady behind me in line went, yeah, uh, they're like vodka, 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 soda. She's like, I will have more of that, please. 
Um, yeah, everybody in the UK is a fucking alcoholic. <laughs> that's, that's fair. Jesus, it, I had two fucking mixed drinks and I felt drunk. <laughs> and everyone else around me is on like, I mean, we got a fucking train and these table of grandmas had each one had forgot about six that. spears. You didn't even see them. You told me about that. I know. That's what I'm saying. You didn't even see them because like, but seriously, fucking look at them and nothing no not even sorted tipsy just oh yeah and then james was telling me that he was gonna go down to the shopping and i was like oh can i come and do the shopping with you and they're like yeah that'd be great and you know it's fantastic and just completely normal and monotone voice like oh my god the weather is so great each fucking woman had about six to eight beers in front of her and they were all fucking empty and i'm like wait like bitch, like smaller beers no or like, like bottles of beer like American sized bottles of beer oh, six to fucking eight beers in front of them they're all empty and we've only been on the fucking train for 45 minutes and I'm like what the fuck cause this is not a train that made previous stops we all started this journey together shit I'm like motherfucker and then I got, and everyone's just like, this is normal. And I got so much shit from the fucking ticket taker, because five minutes in, I was sleeping, and he looked at me and went, eh, eh, eh. And I woke up and went, Jesus, what? And he was like, bitch, it's been five minutes. What the fuck are you doing? And then they, I was like, I'm sorry, I'm really sleepy. And he was like, oh, okay. Well, I saw your ticket. Now, go watch... He's like, I guess watch the world pass you by, or I, I don't know what to say. And I was like, night night. And I went back to sleep. And he lo- left me alone the rest of the journey. And I'm like, oh, that's great. One thing I didn't add about Birmingham, other than the fact that your entire city stinks for some reason. I other don't. than the fact that I'm pretty. Never mind. I should probably keep that one thing to myself. It's an X rated podcast. Go for it. <laughs> um, your whole city smells weird. But the metal bull at the I central mean, train station is so freaking cool. Jesus, I can't have kids, but I would still let that one guy try and get me pregnant. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, I would let him do anything he wanted to and or on with in front of. That's all right. We as long went. As it involved me. We went to. He didn't necessarily have to involve me. I just watch him do it with someone else. Okay. He's the kind of person that he, he, you wouldn't want to watch porn of him. Unless it was live. Every orgy needs a witness. Exactly. I would and be that witness. baby wipes. I mean, I would like to be a participant. But oh, all right. I'd okay. Okay. You don't understand. He was hotter than all of the Hemsworth brothers combined. I, okay, I just, like I don't know how to respond to any of the things that you're like saying. He looked the leprechaun guy from American Gods but hotter. God damn, maybe I'd let him fuck me. (laughs) Seriously. Um, And I don't even care if he talks like a fucking Canadian. I'd still fuck him. I'd still sit on the stairs. um, We went to Sterling and Joni had gotten a a gin distillery tour. I left there uh, liking gin, kind of, which was weird because when I went in, I didn't fucking like gin. I had had one or two of them and I didn't fucking like gin. And I didn't talk originally because the the woman, uh, Rachel, was like my dream of a woman. She's a, a, a bit shorter than me. And she has got bright orange hair. And she is beautiful in the face. She's also very hot everywhere else. And she has got a thick Scottish accent. So I was fighting the urge to to propose because I've been told that that's weird, inappropriate, and grounds for expulsion from a, a business. Um, I, so, But then I, so we started tasting them and I was talking and stuff. And then I bought a lot of gin to impress her. <laughs> I didn't. It didn't register to me that that's what I was doing at the time, because I like distilling. Good to me, I like distilling. I think it's cool. I've I looked into starting a distillery, but America has made that process just a thousand times harder than it needs to be. Um, but and so then I'm buying like all this gin and stuff, and 
um, I realized later, oh, I bought that to impress I her. I paid for mine, too, and I'm just like, <laughs> I did, oh, too. Whatever. Um, buy she, me. Buy me alcohol. She was... I don't have to fuck you. <laughs> that was just three booze. She was like, do you want your receipt emailed or texted? And in my head, I'm like, I wouldn't mind you having my number. <laughs> um, unfortunately, my phone quit working, so I never did get my receipt. Um... I realized she wasn't going to text it from her personal phone or anything, but I'm not that crazy. But I never did get my receipt because there was like a whole week where my phone just stopped receiving texts in the UK. Um, but then we're walking out and I'm for the rest of the day, like we went to the Sterling of the old jail and everything. And I'm just holding bags of gin and the, <laughs> like, <sighs> you're like, what? I'm like, I don't know. I'm pretty sure I just met the love of my life and we have to leave soon. Um, the jail was really, really cool. Yeah, she wasn't interested. She was fucking the bar guy. Oh yeah, I, t- people who look like that are not interested in people who no, look I like me. She's not interested because she's fucking the bar guy, and the bar guy was hot. That's fair. The bar guy was yummy. <laughs> um, I mean, hey, hey, I'd be no a ha- one fucking pats their coworker on the lower back and calls them rich unless they've been inside of them. Gonna have to reevaluate a few things there. Um, but yeah, it, she was gorgeous to the point. Rachel was gorgeous to the point that I quickly got over the fact that she has my mom's name. I was like, hmm, that's weird. And then I saw. Yeah, it's fine. There's so many other things you can moan out in bed, so. <laughs> like clerks. People say crazy shit in bed. One time I called this girl mom. Um. But we went to the castle. Johnny, would you like to talk about Sterling Castle? Not really. Okay. I have never seen someone with the amount of reverence that, like, I love history. I think it is cool. I enjoy reading it. I enjoy watching stuff about it. The castle was amazing. Joni had an out-of-body religious experience. People don't understand how into this I've been for how like I don't care how into this specific area of history you are. Joni, it was like thank you. I I don't know I don't know how to describe it in a way that won't make Joni hit me because I did it once and she almost hit me. Um, but like she stared. There is a chair, um, in the queen's chamber and everything. Where they're like, yes, the queen used to to hold audiences here. People would wait in line to see her. Joni stared at this chair for 23 minutes. That is not hyperbole. That is, it might be a mild exaggeration. It might be one to two minutes on either side. But it was just about 23 entire minutes. I made the fucking staff concerned. Yeah. One of the women, there's a tour guide that's in period clothing and everything. And she comes up to Joni like around minute 21 and goes, are you okay? And I was in the other room learning other stuff about the castle in Scotland and everything. And it was funny because we had walked up the hill the longer way. And um, I, I walked up the hill and I'm like... I would just give up invading this castle. And I told the lady that, and she went, funny you say that. Some people actually did just give up invading because of how high up it is. And I went, I get it. I got winded. But it was, I mean, it's an amazing place. I, I recommend, even if you don't like history, if you just think castles are cool, go. It's awesome. We also went to Linlithgow Castle, which of the three castles that I was in is my favorite. It was real. Huh? That one was kind of cool. Cannot believe you're not talking about this. I don't want to talk about it, okay? I don't like talking about the fact that I cried. We went to. I I can't talk about it because it was just so cool. I don't know how. I don't know how to express any emotion about it. I didn't know how to express any emotion about it when we were there. So I just kept going, oh my god. We went to the ladies' walk and... Excuse me. And, I mean, we we closed... We closed Linlithgow down. I've literally never been, like, so amazed and weirdly turned on all at the same time. By seeing a building in my life, by seeing a fucking a person in my life, I'm just like, oh my god. 
And then I'm like, oh, that moment Lana has when she goes to Cheryl's house. <laughs> I am literally wet with jealousy. But we we got there. Even I'm like, Jesus. We got there at like 2.30 or 3 or something. And actually, uh, I can't remember. We closed both castles down. Like at Sterling, the guy was walking us out because he was, it was like, what time do you guys close? And he's like, five minutes. Um, we raided the gift shop and I bought, I, the only reason I didn't buy more stuff is I wasn't sure how much stuff would get squished on the way home. Like they had this map of ancient Scotland that I really wanted to buy, but I didn't know how to get it home without getting it all wrinkled and shit. But, um, we went out, out onto the ladies walk and I'm like, this is amazing. And all this stuff. And Joni's in the corner holding, like touching the stones. And I'm like, isn't this cool? She's like, I need a minute. I'm like, okay. And I just left her alone and she walked. Okay. At Sterling, she walks out of the room with with the chair and into the bedroom, right? And she's like absorbing the bedroom and looking. And this this just wee tiny Scottish lady is talking to two other people. She's security. And by the way, this lady was like talked and sound. Yeah, I'm a grown man. I I, I just listened to her. I wouldn't even be like, could I take her? The answer is no. Um. Because she's the kind of woman that like even if it's illegal, will pull out a knife and be like I'll fucking cut you. But she walks over, the security guard walks over, and she's like, this door is 500 years old. She's like, the original door. And I'd like to imagine that Mary, Queen of Scots, you know, she, when she was here when she was younger, she's got her wee sticky, grubby hands all over it. Joni turns around, and I honest to God thought she was going to either cry or piss herself. She's like, <gasps> and she stares at the door, and then she, like I'm like, I want to touch it. And Joni's like, like has her hands out and touching it like she's then she's like i basically just held hands with her and honest god it was like the i loved the castle the castle was a life-changing moment but i don't know that i will ever see anyone like i could watch the most devoutly catholic person in the world meet the pope and i don't know that they would have a half the reverence for that for that experience as joni had for the castle i kept taking pictures and videos of joni at Linlithgow Castle, it was cool. We went into one of the, uh, I think it was the Grand Hall. And I walk over and read a plaque. Joni's like, hey, come on, come over here. And I'm like, hold on. And I'm looking at the painting on the plaque. And I'm like, okay, stand right in the middle of the fireplace. All right, little to your left. Or little, little back to the right. Okay. And I said, you are standing in roughly the same place that um, James the Fourth." was sitting when he had the feast to the Easter feast two days after Mary queen of Scots dad was born. And Joni just kind of looks down and has this moment. She's like, (gasps) and I start talking again and she's like, no. And she's just absorbing it. And she honest God, it looks like she she met Jesus or like Jesus was in the room uh, telling her about that feast. And she just has this look on her face and I'm like, are we in a church right now? And then she's like, okay, I'm ready. And talking and Joni's giving me a tour because like when it comes to history, I know I'm one of those people that can probably talk about, about a wide range of subjects and tell you maybe one or two facts you didn't know. Like I can tell you about American history. I can tell you a little bit about Russian history. I can do this and this and that. The way my dad calls it, knowing just enough to get in trouble or just enough to be dangerous. Um, honest to God, when it comes to that specific, I don't know, what would you say, Joni, like five, six hundred year period? What? Oh, like your main, like Scottish English history. More like 300 years is okay. the only one that honestly, I don't really give a shit. Uh, before the 1300s maybe and i really don't give a fuck after the 1600s okay that 300 year period of history you would be hard pressed to find someone when it comes to like that part of europe scotland ireland the you know the great britain and northern ireland now and all that and into france because they had so many dealings with france you would be hard pressed to find someone who knows more 
Like, I could hold a conversation with most people, right, about that particular subject. Like, I could be like, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, oh, yeah, I totally knew that. Jonah could have a conversation with people who have, like, letters after their name. MD, PhD, NFL, MTV, whatever. She, Joni could, you know, they could be like, yeah, well, I think, okay, I have the perfect version. Okay, Goodwill Hunting. Let's say that the that that Harvard bar is full of history students, right? I am Ben Affleck. You know, I can talk, I can talk, I can do this, I can do that, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Joni is Matt Damon, who's saying shit like, yeah, what drastically underestimates the uh, impact of inherited wealth? Uh, what drastically underestimates the social distinctions predicated upon wealth, especially in inherited wealth? She's quoting books. She's telling me that like the fucking day stuff happened. She's like, this looked like that. It was so fucking cool that she's describing we're at the upper level of the Great Hall, and she's like describing how it all looked. And then I go down, I'm looking at the plaque with the painting on it, and it's exactly how she fucking described it. I don't know if she's seen the painting. I don't know if she read someone's personal journal, but I was like, that's so weird. Don't I describe the whole building? I actually knew my way around Linlithgow Castle. Yeah, she well. really did. She really fucking did. She's like, yeah, and if we turn right here, this is where okay. this was her room. I had studied the blueprints. Their, their blueprints and schematics. Exactly. On the on Google, and I wanted I would I like to pretend that I'm there sometimes when I first was like, oh, this is this and this is that. So I studied the schematics and everything, and like imagine what it looked like new and stuff. So that's when I went in the, you know, it's mainly there. There are no ceilings and a huge portions of it because it's they burned and right. down and rotted, and. So when I saw it, I was just like, I kind of could, I could see it new because of all of the different things that I had looked into and actually knew where I was most of the time. The only thing that threw me off is that there were huge sections. We didn't see most of it because right. they were under repair and there were huge sections that because of the rain, they were closed off because there's no way to put a guardrail mm -hmm. on a lot of those areas. So they only allow them to go in there in dry weather, mm. so you don't slip and fall. Makes sense. That's why when we're when you're up real high and you look down, you can actually see shit that people have dropped because there's no way to get it back. I know uh, Margaret Tudor's Bowery. That was so cool. You can see so freaking far. Um, but it was just, it was fucking amazing. Like she I said, sit up there so she could see any messengers coming. Like when it comes to history history in general in general but this especially this particular area and in time frame i feel like robin or, or nightwing like i can hold my own with a lot of people and johnny's like fucking batman who's like other people are afraid of me i'm like yeah i can take down street level criminals even fight a few super villains and johnny's over here like superman shits his pants when i get angry I mean, this bitch is like, yeah, and this is where this happened, and this is where this happened, and I, honest God, at certain points, you're just like, were you there? And that's not sarcasm. Were you literally fucking there? I mean, she's telling me things that I go over and read them on the plaque. <laughs> and if something is slightly different, I, um, I can't remember where it was, but there was one... Uh, I, I I can't remember which castle it was, but Joni tells me this year range of when this happened, and she's like, and it was the Battle of Dundada or what I, I don't remember. And I go over to the plaque, and they're like, it was originally believed to be this year, and I'm like, oh, Joni got it wrong. And two sentences later, they're like, but it actually occurred on this year, and I'm like, fuck, Joni knows everything. Honest God, if if it was still like the plaque you sent me when it, and it came. yeah that was the other, I'm gonna yeah I sit I am in Dartford and on the at the train station it was cool this British lady actually asked me for help she was like what I, it says platform four what's your same same thing and we get on the train and she's like thank you she's like I'm useless and I'm just went oh I appreciated your help 
I sent Jody a picture of, and this is why I say that particular area, but also history in general. If I'm Nightwing, Jody is goddamn Batman. Because um, I sent her a picture from the platform, and it's a little like placard that says, this is the spot where... Uh, Keith Richards and the uh, other one, what's his name? Mick Jagger, met <laughs> being judged. I don't like music. I just fucking forgot the two main people of the Rolling Stones. I don't like music. Um, and this is the spot where they met and then went on to create the band. And I sent Joni that, and uh, my phone wasn't receiving text, so we're talking about it later. She's like, "Yeah, that's not that's not real." what she's like yeah i've read all the books and I, I like that they've written and everything about them and i know she's like they've known each other since they were sperm and they used that train to get places but they really and did blah, 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 blah. And i'm just like i actually said out loud at dinner i'm like do you know everything and Joni's like what i went i just just is what don't you know and Honest to God, the amount of information... Like, I know I'm stupid, but the amount of information that my fucking sister holds in her brain... Good God. Um, I took so many pictures on the strip that I had to keep deleting apps. Like, I had to get rid of Facebook, Duolingo. Um, I'm going to have to check. I might have had to get rid of my car insurance app. I brought so many gifts home, too, that I had to get two suitcases. Uh this i smell gas all right we're back nothing's burning down or exploding um yeah i'm gonna have to check i don't know if i deleted the insurance app uh when we were it was cool we were in paisley just outside of glasgow and we had picked a castle to go to and we get it uh we get in the taxi and grant our cab driver I wish I had his TikTok info. I have it, just not with me. Um, I'll put it in the in the episode notes. But he's like, oh, uh, she's like, you know, what you should really go to is Loch Lomond. It's you know the same distance, but in the other direction. And he starts telling us stuff, and we're like, oh yeah, oh man, well, maybe we'll check that out. And he's like, do you want to go there instead? And Johnny just looks at me, and I'm like, yeah, we're like, yeah, sure, why not? best decision we made the entire trip it was phenomenal he drops us off for about an hour in Lus, and we explore the town i got to see a viking head a headstone at the church he told me about the in Lus, the church there is a skull and crossbones on the stone and he saw it and he was like why is there a skull and crossbones on the stone or on the church so he investigated and he found that that stone comes from the home of one of the first doctors to perform surgery in all of scotland when his house was torn down um that was a very you know intricate and well-designed stone they didn't want to lose it so they just put it on the church and displayed it we got to put our, our feet in uh loch lomond we went out on the pier and then down to the beach did got some souvenirs and stuff i got a flask that i almost kind of wish we still talked to our relatives uh just so that i had occasions to take a flask with me where i don't look like an alcoholic because you know if you take one to walmart and you're like oh sip sip they're like oh please call someone if you take one to thanksgiving and you're like everyone's like yeah the holidays are tough um that water is Loch Lomond is so cold. It made Lake Michigan, which until that this trip was the coldest water. I, I mean, Lake Michigan was Michigan was so cold. My dad put his feet in the water, and the pigment left. <laughs> we know what his feet look like as a white guy, and but then he comes back, and Joni and I had separated because I was got distracted reading headstones at the church. If you're like that guy died before my country was a country, and. There's Grant actually was walking r- r- rock, walking with me and uh, talking and stuff and I was like I wonder where she went and he's like I'll go get the car and bring it around and then he took us to the Drover's Inn the oldest I think it's the oldest pub in Scotland where I had a whiskey that I had always heard of, of and wanted to try but never 
did the Tobermory and got it. We got him an iron or Joni got him an iron brew and took it out to him. And a guy had lost his drone. It was so funny. We're all looking at this historic pub that he's older than our whole country. And look at all the stuff on the walls and the things that have killed Englishmen. We come out and Grant's like, there's a guy there just lost a very expensive drone. What? Yeah, he's super, super upset. He flew it a bit too high and the wind took it. Now he can't find it. That's his tripod next to the car. His wife is very upset. And he was like, yeah, I hope he finds it. And we're talking and he's like, so do you want to keep going and up up here and all that stuff? And we went, absolutely, man. Did he say drone? Yeah. I had no fucking clue what he said. I couldn't understand his accent. I thought he said drove, and then I kept trying to think, what the fuck is a drove? Just realized that this wasn't on. I didn't know what the fuck a, I didn't know it was a drone. That makes so much more sense. I had no Hold idea. Right here. Seriously, I didn't know what the fuck he was saying. There was so much of that trip that fucking Scottish or English people talked to me that I just nodded, because I'm like, you might as well be speaking fucking German. I don't know what the shit you're saying. <laughs> And you can only ask so many times before they look at you and go, Jesus, are you retarded? <laughs> it was so funny. Girl, that apparently I was too... Although, fuck you. Fuck all the Yankees. Fucking Dollar General the other day. These people come in and they're like, Hi. Hi. We need help. And I'm like, oh, can I, what can I help you find? And they're like, and they're talking to me. And the mom just goes, what is she saying <laughs> to her daughter? And her daughter's like, I think she's Southern. And they're whispering about as well as an Asian person. And they're like, I think she's Southern. And they're like, oh, just nod and let's walk away. Oh, my God. That's fantastic. And then they nodded, walked away, and fucked off to somewhere else. And I'm standing there going, fuck you. I, it's not like I'm like, oh, oh that's so funny. Like, I'm wearing a Jefferson Davis fucking t-shirt. <laughs> Jesus, I'm not that Southern, and I don't want that thick of an accent. But, yeah, I mean, it's like I was at the firehouse, and Zach, because I said something, Zach went, I got to be honest, I don't have any idea what the fuck you just said. I went, why? And he went, why? And he started talking like Scarlett O'Hara. I'm like, that's the wrong fucking state. Oh, that's... That. Fuck you both. <laughs> And everyone in the hallway broke out laughing because they're like, yeah, we don't know what she's saying most of the time. But if you just nod when she's pissed off, she tends to calm down and shut up. And I'm like, it's a solid strategy. (laughs) It was so funny when we passed people on the street and they'd be talking or fighting or something. And Joni just looked at me and go, not a fucking word. Or did did you hear anything of what he said? Um, But... I'm actually going to pause it and get a drink. Because our pervert mother wants to be able to look at the dining room at any given moment. Um, what was I saying? Oh. <laughs> After, as we're getting in the car, I just go, good luck, dude. And he takes us to Robert's Bath, this, like, trail um, out to this waterfall and which that is now the standard for the coldest water I have ever felt. Um, I ended up sick and with blisters, but it was fucking worth it. Um, it, we went on to this bridge and he told me about this poem. He's like, I don't know if you could read. I couldn't read the poem because there were, they cut it into the metal. So it's kind of hard to see at all. And then there were people standing by it, but and I ended up having to take a call to explain something about the dogs, which I just found so funny. I'm having like a regular life call while I'm standing in this beautiful place in another country. Um, but he was super nice and he waited around for us. And then he took us to Loch Long. He showed us where the Vikings ported, used to portage their ships uh, from Loch, uh, the other Loch into Loch Lomond. And he's like, yeah, and, oh, what was that thing called? Uh, a Kranig? It's a man-made island that is, like, 2,500 years old or something like that, or something even older. And from, like, the first, first people that lived in Scotland, um, and there used to be a footpath to it, which you can still see some of the stone a little bit. 
he told us about the rich lady that lived on the island and uh, in Loch, Loch Lomond. She lived on one of the islands and she had a whole zoo. And he's like, yeah, at, when she got old, she donated the animals to real zoos for people who could take care of them. I've only got like a few more minutes left. And, um, we can always finish this tomorrow or something. Yeah, we if we have finished tomorrow, that's cool. But, um, and he's like, but there were two wallabies that nobody knew how to take care of. She's like, so she just took them home, and now the house has fallen into disrepair. And there are 72 wallabies that live on this island in the middle of Loch Lomond, and they're fed during the winter and they eat the, the, Eucalypt, the trees and stuff during the summer he's like and then sometimes they have to shoot the old ones uh, to keep the population maintained and um he took us to lock long and showed us where the the navy still does like submarine maneuvers he showed us where they used to shoot torpedoes at this giant net um and he showed uh, like he, he just showed us the um the cobbler which is now my favorite mountain he just he is a great dude and he undercharged us like i think he charged us 90 90 pounds and i think i gave him like a hundred i wish i had had more Joni gave him like i i don't know how much american money we we're like it's worth it you're amazing it was like it was fantastic. He's a great dude, and he just loved talking to Scotland to a nerd and the nerd about it. Um, for anyone who's not been listening, I'm a nerd. Joni is the nerd, and it was just it was fucking fantastic, and I loved it. Um, we'll finish this podcast tomorrow. Go to bed. I just had way too much hot sauce. It's good, but I had too much, and the thing that I had didn't have enough, like, enough to cut the hot sauce. So it was basically like eating a bland, bland cheese quesadilla with, with oh, too much hot sauce. Holy shit! Um, oh fuck. Okay. Shit. I gotta have another drink. Um, I got the wrong fucking headphones in. No? Hello? Oh, they're just turned down. Hello? What the fuck? Okay. Um... Johnny had to go save the world. Um, so we will talk more probably about the trip th- throughout coming episodes and probably for the rest of our fucking lives. Uh, <laughs> but I wanted to cap this particular episode with a few of the things that I was upset about. I didn't get a passport stamp. I, ne- I know I mentioned that before. Um, I j- but I was really bummed about that. And I hate... S- I hate, and I know this is all big cities, and I know that everyone loves it. I get it. It's great. I hate it. Everything is fucking digital. You know, this guy at the train station gave me shit for buying train tickets. It's more expensive. Do you not understand? Are you stupid? Just touch the card. I'm like, motherfucker, I don't want to touch the card. I want the train ticket. I like paper. I like tactile, tactile things. I like mementos. Okay, I like it. And if I am willing to pay more f- to live in the wor- version of the world that I enjoy, leave me the fuck alone and let me do that. Fuck you. I'm not downloading an app to get coffee. I'll just go somewhere else. Um, I absolutely refuse to order off of those machines at McDonald's. I'm not going to do it. And if every McDonald's in the world becomes one of those machines and there are no people I'll just stop going to McDonald's I mean it's already too expensive and their food's not that fucking good but it was actually honest God I I thanked Jesus on the street in London 
Joni, we had just got back from to our hotel, um, and it turned into a bit of a fiasco because I got the my phone was not working, so Google kept updating and rerouting and fucking up and everything. So it took us a while to get to the hotel that I had booked at, right after Joni got there, and her blood sugar dropped dangerously low. I had also not eaten. Um, I don't take my sugar, so God only knows what that was at. And she was like, I need food. I will give you a million dollars to buy some chicken. And I, the entire time that I had been in the UK, in Great Britain, I wanted uh, every McDonald's that I had seen was nothing but machines, no cashiers. That's fucking horse shit. I'm not doing that. Fuck you. I happen in Piccadilly Circus or around that area. I don't actually know what part i was at i might have gone a couple blocks over i find a mcdonald's that still has cashiers and i was like thank you jesus and i bought us dinner and i loved that and i was like there is a god um i think that's it actually oh does europe still think that smoking is good for you or does just nobody gives a shit the entire city of london i mean the whole country seemed to smoke to the point that it like from space it's got to look like great britain is on fire i was a smoker in a past life uh anyone who has listened and knows that um i'm just saying that it's like the amount of smokers in great britain is like world war ii it, honest god i it at least the ones that i passed like i was in touristy areas and stuff so for all i know it was nothing but a bunch of italians and frenchmen but the the picture that i got based on where i traveled it's like world war ii era levels where it in america during world war ii 80 per, or around that time 80 percent of men smoked cigarettes now it i think the it was a couple of years ago, but that statistic I heard was 16% smoke. And Great Britain seems to be pre-World War II. I swear to God, everyone had a cigarette or a vape, which is smoking. Okay? It's not healthier. It's not better for you. It, the cloud of smoke is bigger. It smells just as bad. Yeah, cigars stink. Yeah, cigarettes stink. At least you look fucking cool. You filleting that tiny exhaust pipe, as Randy Feltface says, you, you don't. You look like a fucking douchebag, and it still stinks. I know you bought patchouli and cotton candy, or fucking fried pussy, or marshmallows, or whatever the fucking flavor is. It stinks. It does not smell like strawberry. It smells like. I mean, and and you know it has to be bad because I can smell it. And people are walking around puffing this giant cloud of smoke. It's like, secondhand smoke kills. But secondhand vape smoke makes you want to kill. Just, <laughs> aren't I cool? I look French or whatever. No, you look like a douchebag who is exhaling dirty vagina laced with strawberry. Like, you know that thing where they say you can... I don't know if it's true. I've never tasted anyone's genitals. But supposedly, like, the thing is that if you eat, like, a lot of pineapple or a lot of one fruit that you can flavor your fluids. Um, and people will be, because that's what people want. You know, a guy's going down on a girl. It's like, man, she must eat a lot of pineapple. But that's what vaping smells like. It smells like someone... Um, eats a lot of whatever that particular flavor is. Strawberries, pineapple. I mean, some of them just smell like shit. And that they flavored their, their jizz or lady jizz and then didn't wash their genitals for six months. That's what it smells like. You're actually a bigger asshole than the smoker. Because at least the smoker looks cool and it's just like, fuck you, I'm smoking. I know it's bad for me. I know it's bad for me. I don't care. Life's a bitch and I'm going to smoke till I fucking die. I have more respect for that person than the, the fucking Gen Z hipster douchebag that's going around like, 
when that fucking bong rip sound that some of them make it's like exhaling this fucking car fume like exhaust everywhere going it's actually better for you that's factually inaccurate and you look like an asshole alright that is all I will say about that um I absolutely loved this trip. It, I think I was gone too long um, because I got homesick and for the while I was there alone. And I don't know. I'm a bit of a loser. I don't go out. I don't do things. I, I should have probably, but I have no interest in going to a bar and sitting there and paying. I mean, I was vindicated. I went to pubs because I wanted that experience of going to a, a proper English pub. I was also afraid to go out at night because I'm I'm a walking target for anyone who knows how to mug someone. Um, but I, I just, I, I was vindicated because I'd pay, you know, five to almost eight pounds, depending on the place, for a Guinness. I bought, like, I drank Guinness from a can, which I know is sacrilegious, but I didn't, I actually, I didn't really drink it from a can. I opened the can and poured it into one of the tiny glasses at the hotel. Um, so actually I didn't, I didn't really drink from a can that many times, but I went to the quarter shop and it was four pints for six ninety nine. And the fucking 25 milliliter pours. I just, I was vindicated in my, I when I, cause I've said for years, I don't really understand bars. I don't like to drink around other people and I should be I mean I don't know how British Scott I like I don't know how the English Scottish or the Welsh feel about Americans I could have gotten my ass beat I could have got some mad ass like I could have been drowning in pussy for the 10 days that I was there I'll never know because I am just not the person that's going to walk up and hit on somebody I have I, like I'm well aware that that means that I will die alone. I'm pretty okay with it. I don't know that I have the energy or the want to put forth the effort for a relationship. But and I I fundamentally think that I am incapable of being a slut. I would love to be a slut. I would absolutely love to be Barney Stinson, who's just walking up being all smooth or being funny or whatever and be like hey wanna fuck and then I go I go somewhere I have sex and then I never see that part, that girl again I'd fucking love that that would be awesome I would love to be like for somebody to be like what's your body count and it'd be like a fucking scene out of clerks I'm like 37 108 that I, that sounds awesome. Be careful, you know. Double bag it if she seems real weird. Don't fuck her if she seems like she's dirty. But and just have not the just sex and live my life and have those two things be separate. That seems awesome. Unfortunately, I am fundamentally a one woman man. At my core, I think that I am a one woman man, and I hate that about myself because. I don't know if I also I also don't know if I have the effort or want to put forth the effort to be with someone. Relationships are work, man. They're a lot of fucking work. And based on the fuck on the chicks that I see now who are in my age range and I mean below and slightly above. What is it? It's shit that rule it's half your age plus 7. 13, uh, 20. So the youngest person I should be dating is 20. And uh, so that's six years younger than me. And let's say six years older than me, which is 32. God, I'm stupid. 32. Every woman that I have seen or heard from or like online or met in that age range, not worth the fucking work. I am just, I, I like, I know everyone who's 26 says, I belong in a different generation. But I, I, just, I think I really do. 
that's why I think I say things like God thinks he's funny because he put me here so yeah I don't know how this turned into a podcast about my relationship status but I just I'm never I don't ever see myself become the guy who's like yeah I'm gonna spend my evening trying to get get some ass at the at the bar I have no desire to go to a bar. I have no desire to just be that, that guy who walks up to women and it's like, hey, uh, uh, were your parents retarded? Because you sure look special. Uh, <laughs> are you sure are special? Does this rag smell like chloroform? I, I'm told you're not supposed to do that one anymore. Um, but yeah, I just... I mean, Johnny's right. I probably should have went to pubs during nighttime. Um, I went to wax his little sister first thing it opened, pissed off the <laughs> pissed off the barkeep, and then left. But uh, all right, I lost my train of thought. I don't know where the fuck that was going. Um, all right, that's it. I fucking loved this trip. I bought two suitcases for the souvenirs and gifts that I brought back for people. And it was it was terrific. It will probably be quite some time before I leave the country again. But just because I have other shit I want to do first. I have a long list of countries that I want to go to by the time I'm dead. But also if I die tomorrow, won't be that upset. Thank you for listening. Um, there's a good ch- Joni's off saving the world, so she might come home and be like, "Let's record this," or we might talk about it later. I don't know, but I'm rambling, so I'm gonna get off here. Goodbye.